and welcome to another scintillating episode of Saw's Talk. We have a great show for you Matt S is here. SSSSSS like a snake. Do you like snakes? Not me too scary. This episode is a good one they talk about tasty drinks and Matt like basically doesn't get yelled at. Really good job Matt. But also good job Johnny. It can be hard not to berate Matt, take it from me. Every week Johnny has to cut out like 10 minutes of me berating Matt. And that reminds me, Matt you do- On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again for another awe-inspiring episode of Sauce Talk. And who's, who's going to inspire that awe, you ask? Why? It's none other than Matt Schmidt. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Good, Johnny. How are you? I'm looking forward to inspiring some awe. It was hard for me to unravel that sentence when I got to the back <laughs> half. and was like, okay, how do I make this into a thing that ends with a question mark? But we got there. Uh, no fucking around. Hey, Matt. Eat or drink anything good lately? Yeah, so, you know, we didn't record this, but shortly before the podcast, dear listeners, Johnny and I were talking about uh, our dislike of eating food in the morning time, True. which is commonly known as breakfast. However, Johnny, I don't know about you, I don't like eating in the morning, but I do love breakfast food. For or sure, food absolutely. normally associated with breakfast. So... I've been on a big kick with that. Uh, this last weekend, I went up to uh, Michigan with some friends. Nice. Made some, some breakfast tacos. They were delicious. So that's also good. But one of my favorite things to make is what I call bagel egg. So you take a bagel, you toast it. While toasting that bagel, you fry an egg, or two eggs, actually. So cut the bagel in half. You want an egg for each side. Toast the bagel. Smear the bagel with cream cheese. If you want, you can put on, like, some garlic, some tomatoes, some green onions, oh if that's your want. Then um, you put, I like an over easy egg. I like it to be a little bit runny. Yeah. So you get like the egg yolk running out and then you could sop it up uh, with the bagel. Uh, and then on top of that, I just, I douse it in hot sauce. Ooh. And something about like the combination of the cream cheese and the hot sauce and like the runny egg is just, is just fantastic. I believe I've talked on the show before about how I am a major proponent for the egg sandwich in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is obviously leaps and bounds above and beyond. When I talk about an egg sandwich, I'm talking about you know bread and certainly you no know, cream cheese on it. So this is really like bringing together the two main ways I like to consume a bagel, which is either you know, uh, well, yeah, I guess it's the con- combining the egg sandwich and a standard bagel. Because I, I guess I normally when I eat a bagel, I just put tons of cream cheese on it and have a good time, and it's great. Mm-hmm. But then just go ahead and do that, and then also <laughs> do what you would do to the egg sandwich and use bagel with cream cheese as the bread. It's, it sounds great. I have not ever ventured down this road. I, my, own, my only potential hang-up, do, do you find the cream cheese blends in with everything okay, or is it weird? Obviously, you don't think it's weird. I'm, I, that's a weird way to phrase the question. No, I think it's good. I think it provides like a nice, it's a different texture. Um, you know, cream cheese is kind of like bland in and of itself. So it doesn't mess with the other flavors, but it just kind of provides like a nice even coating, so to speak. Uh, 
do is this an everything bagel? I like yeah. For me, it's an everything bagel. I, you could probably do it with any kind of bagel. Uh, maybe a cinnamon raisin probably wouldn't be that great. <laughs> but I think like an everything bagel or like an onion bagel or a plain bagel, I think those would all work pretty well. If you come over to my house and I have a bagel in the house that's not an everything bagel, that's how you know they were out of everything bagels. <laughs> I just I'm just I got one road that's good for bagels. I don't I don't need to hear about anything else. I'm, I, I'm you can defend. We could. I, the cinnamon raisin is going to be great. Blueberry bagel, I'm sure, very good. Just onion. All these things are fine. I'll have an everything bagel. That's that's my preference. If I have my druthers, it's it's an everything bagel. Yeah. I do also enjoy the Trader Joe's pretzel bagels. Those can be fun, especially with peanut butter. So it's a bagel, but basically made out of pretzel dough. Like a pretzel roll, but a bagel. Yeah, basically. Oh. I love a pretzel roll, a pretzel bun, anything like that. So, do do you still toast that? I guess you price. There's no no reason you couldn't. Oh yeah, toasted with yeah. butter, fantastic. Or toasted with peanut butter, also very good. Ooh yeah, peanut it's like butter a giant peanut butter, butter pretzel. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That's I got a man. I'm making a note here: pretzel bagel TJ's. Fuck yeah, I. I don't know how I didn't know this existed, but I know I want one real bad. Um, that's going to make for an awkward transition into our next segment because we're on such good terms right now. And <laughs> the next segment is entitled Berating the Guest. But oh, okay. it's, it's not it's not necessarily what you might fear. Now, to begin with, I would like to note people are saying that I don't berate the guest as much as I used to. And this is a problem with the podcast. Now, to to be fair, one of those people who has recently said that is me. So, is this not a great use of... I, no, I guess that's the only way people use people are saying. It's to say, I don't want to just say, I say that. So I'll say, people say that. But I've been saying a lot lately that I don't berate the guests enough. Um, but we don't, we're not going to berate you today. I think the idea of talking about berating someone and times when you have berated or been berated could be fun. Now, to begin with, though, I, I know you're a big McElroy's guy, or at least a McElroy's guy to some extent, and I think mm -hmm. we can get in, at least lean into the, one of their concepts it's from the live shows. You know what I'm going to say. No bummers. I think that especially <laughs> means here, like, I'm sure we've, like, First off, I've never yelled at anyone at work because I've never held any position of power. But honestly, some, some people who listen to this podcast, possibly even you have had jobs where there were certainly some people who were theoretically working for you to some extent, maybe, I don't know. Sure. So uh, you don't need to tell any stories about like one time I got mad at somebody at work and I screamed at him. And we don't need any stories like one time uh, my boss got real mad at me and screamed at me for half an hour because that fucking sucks. Uh, so I, th I think that power dynamic is unenjoyable. But uh, are there times you can think of... Oh, no, let's start another way. What does it mean to berate someone? What What is berating compared to getting mad at or yelling at? Hmm. In my mind, it's it's a function of the length of time. That's just what like I for me, I feel like if you're berating someone, then you are like angry and yelling for an extended period. It's not like, you know, hey, fuck you, buddy. 
it's, you know, like a two minute long rant about how much this person sucks or is currently failing in some way or something like that. I, I think time is a good way to do it. I also think even something as simple as like, at the very least, you can be certain if it's, it, you can be certain it's not berating if it's one sentence. Like, absolutely. Like, you've got, you've got, like, ideally, there's like a pause and then it starts up again. Like, if you just yell something at somebody, that's not berating. But now that, like, they get it, they know they're being yelled at, and now they're being yelled at some more, now we're at least theoretically in berating territory. I feel like if the word and words and another thing come out of your mouth or someone oh, else's that's mouth, yeah. that is that is being berated. So uh, yeah, what berated. we really want, we want we want a, a decent quantity of time, or these are like the factors. You don't have to satisfy all of them, but any of yeah. these, like we're just going to analyze all these things. Like if there's some sort of change in subject but remaining mad. That's a great indicator <laughs> that it's berating because now it's not even about a thing. It's about a person. And berating, I think, it being personal is helpful here. And then yeah. I also like like multiple statements. It's very similar to the conjunction thing. But like maybe if in, instead of like and another thing, maybe it's just like I'm mad about this thing and now I'm going to stop. I'm going to phrase it another way. I'm going to stop. It's still the same thing, but I just want to tell you every way I hate what you're saying here. Uh, but the, the most obvious way to berate someone is to just something pushes you over the edge and you decide to like attack them. Now, this is a pretty limited definition. Do you think you have ever berated someone? I've definitely ranted about people, which I think is like berating them, but not to them, perhaps to someone else or yourself, like empty space. Another, if, if we're going to get into that... A fun game would be, have I ever not done that? And I'm trying to think of conversations that weren't mostly me being really mad about someone who wasn't present. Uh, but, no, you're right. I think that, that that is tangential. But you can't berate someone who's not there, right? Like the, I think it's right. inherent to the term that they are receiving it. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I... If, 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 I agree with you. This is a good, but like, I guess sometimes I yell at people on the podcast, but how about that? Like, I think it can be berating if it's, if the person doing the berating feels like they're doing it in good humor. Like, even if they're wrong, it doesn't feel quite berating. It might just be berating. <laughs> uh, if it's like in good humor, I, I feel like that's more of like a roast, yeah, or good-natured ribbing to the nth degree, maybe. Okay, how about this? When's the last time you yelled at someone and like you meant it? It wasn't just like you were getting loud, but you were like, "I'm going to raise my voice because I'm upset." Ooh. That's a that's man. I don't know. I can't remember. I. I'm only like a quarter Irish, but I have that Irish thing where I'll get really quiet first. Ooh, scary. <laughs> and it's like, the, yeah, the scarier you don't man. Want that. No. Um, I can't remember the last time I had like a yelling argument. Apparently, once I got into a shout, I was, I don't remember this, but I got into a shouting match with someone at a party in college about whether or not Tracy Chapman was a man. 
because I was absolutely convinced that Tracy Chapman of You Got a Fast Car fame was a man. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why. I'm a little embarrassed about it now. Um, What's, what? Why? Why? Can you tell us why? I'm confused. So, Tracy Chapman. Oh man! Right her, there at the end is a clue. Sure. Ain't Tracy Trap Woman? I think her, I said Tracy um, Trap Woman. By the way, <laughs> better name. Trap Woman. Her. She has a pretty deep voice yep. for a woman. Um, and I didn't have cable until like my junior year of high school. We just didn't have it. So I never saw Tracy Chapman. I never saw the music video. All I ever heard was the, you know, that one song. And there's nothing particularly distinguishing in that song about the gender of the person singing it. So it's just like, oh, this person is singing at a register that I mostly associate with the man. Name's Tracy. Yeah, like we got Tracy Morgan out there. It's not. It's not right. impossible. It's 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 a name that could go either way. Uh, never saw. <laughs> never saw her because uh, because of the lack of cable. So I, for whatever reason, I just like, oh yeah, Tracy Chapman, the man who sings that car song. And uh, I, I apparently was very drunk and got into a shouting match about it with a friend. I feel like that would be a good one to back down on real quickly. Like, if you get any pushback on this is a man and I don't know that much about them, you might you might just go right to, I will do some research and we'll, we'll come back to this. We'll circle back around. Yeah. It was also at a time before smartphones, so it's not like someone could really look it up right away. I, I feel think, like there aren't as many good, yeah. like, arguments where someone is just dead wrong and someone is absolutely right anymore because it's very easy to look up. I think I would be... 25% cooler and more interesting in the pre-smartphone phase, which is 99.99999% of, you know, the Earth's history. <laughs> but uh, I think that I'm pretty good at remembering facts, and I'm also pretty good at, like, telling a story that's close enough to true that it doesn't matter that it, maybe some of the details aren't quite right. And so now nobody gives a shit that I can remember stuff because your phone can do it. So what the fuck even is the point? And then anytime I tell a story, somebody's like, uh, that was mostly right. But actually, Tracy Chapman is a woman. And then I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> um, let's do a quick sidebar. Top five Tracys. Who are the best? So we got Tracy Chapman. Uh, we got Tracy Morgan. We got Tracy McGrady. Who are the other? We got, I have a cousin named Tracy. She's four until we come up with someone else. Two more others. Mm. Uh, does Dick Tracy count? Probably not. I'd say so. Do you remember that that crazy movie with uh, Madonna and um, was it Walter Beatty as Dick Tracy? Oh yeah, there's been a lot of Dick Tracy film adaptation conversation out there in the in the world in the internet world here lately at least in my circles a lot of people are like this this is a weird movie that exists and some people have gone back and watched it and like it's fucking crazy but also they describe it i'm not gonna watch it it sounds terrible <laughs> but apparently there was like a big they were planning a huge ride at disneyland and walt disney world around the movie because they were so sure it was going to be a huge hit and they had really? to like immediately slam on the brakes and be like well nobody fucking saw this movie don't make it waste of time <laughs> But like they were like well underway planning it all out because they like that's just like the new franchise. There's going to be seven of these things, mm -hmm. and uh, wrong. 
Pruneface was not the draw they thought he would be. <laughs> I remember liking it as a child, um, but I definitely haven't seen it since I was a child, and I'm sure it's just terrible. I remember seeing ads and thinking it seemed really cool and telling my mom I wanted to see it, and she was like, that movie fucking sucks. We're not ever going to go see that. And we didn't. <laughs> and then I was like, well, that movie sucks. Mom told me I don't need to see it, and I never did. Um, who are the other... Now, this is a great example. I just claimed I was pretty pretty good at this game. And now it's like, well, don't pick up your phone. Who are the Tracys? Right. Uh, Jim Tracy, former Dodgers manager, I believe. Okay. But, it, I mean, we're down. We got, I got to say, my cousin Tracy, I think, is still on the list. And that's bad. Not that I mean, she's cool. But, like, I don't think that she should represent. She's very not famous. You, know, um, you just know that somebody is listening to this right now, maybe several somebodies, okay. and just like screaming the names of famous we'll give Tracys. Them the benefit of getting to hear. It. I'm just going to type Tracy into Google. I got to say, first three Tracys come up for suggested search Tracy Chapman, Tracy Morgan, Tracy McGrady. And I believe those are the first three I said. They are. Um, now, there's, if I just search Tracy, it does come up the city in uh, California. You can talk okay. about that. Tracy Anderson. Definitely she appears better. to be an American fitness entrepreneur. She is best known for her Tracy Anderson method and for having various celebrity clients. I don't know who that is. I, I don't think there's a ton of Tracys. I think we're okay here. If somebody's Tracy Himim. Oh, the... Mother on How I Met Your Mother is a woman named. Oh, <laughs> it's not Tracy Humim. It was Tracy H I M Y M. Like how Him-Him? I, your... like, yeah. I thought it was like a Middle Eastern name, and I was like, I'm just, I'm not going to say anything. The picture came up, and I was like, I don't know, maybe she's like Persian. Could be, seems reasonable. But no, her name is Tracy McConnell, and she's the mother on How I Met Your Mother. Oh right, because both of their initials were T M. I actually watched all of that show past any reason to do so. Uh, some sort of dogged res- determination that I was going to be the person that watched all of it. You did it. I did. Good job. Yep. I feel, you think, feel is great it good? about it. Did you like it? I think the first few seasons are are still fun, uh, though it is way more cringe in hindsight, uh, as I think many things are. But... They definitely mellowed out uh, Neil Patrick Harris's character a little bit over the seasons. Yeah. Like maybe we shouldn't have him be quite as much of a misogynistic dick like all the time if we want this to yeah. be a successful television program. It's weird too, especially given like who he is as a person and what he purports to represent. That uh, like his character was just such a bad dude, right? But I don't think he who gives a shit. Hey Matt, you ever break anybody recently? You got any other berating stories? You've been berated recently? Hmm. When's the last time somebody yelled at you at all? Uh, probably at the, the law firm job. Yeah. I'm sure. There's a particular partner I'm thinking of. That I'm pretty sense. sure berated me a, a couple times. Um, but whatever. I don't work there anymore, so that's great. Yeah, case in point. There you go. Um, I yelled at a guy on the phone 
when my internet was broken. <laughs> I had a feeling that this I had a feeling that this was gonna come out of your mouth. Uh, now, in my defense, I was right to do it. Uh, everyone who worked for the CenturyLink company was extremely bad, and they couldn't handle anything. And they kept all their solutions didn't work, and it was clearly just like an account problem. Because they were moving the internet over to Gina's new place, because it was in her name, and then we tried to separate it, and they didn't. They said they had done it, but it didn't work. And then she couldn't log into her account, but I could log into mine. But now it said I lived at her apartment, and it was all fucked up. And then eventually, I called and I was like, "I just want to kill my account." And he was like, "Oh, you want to cancel your service ad?" And then he read Gina's address, and I was like, "I don't have service there." And again, this is not something I was having a fun time with regardless, but now i got to talk to the internet man about it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, and then I was, and so he was like, oh, well, you don't, you're all good. You're, you're set. Everything's fixed. And I was like, I still have the modem I was renting and everything here. How is everything done? And he's like, sometimes you don't have to return your stuff. And I was like, really? I just get to steal this equipment from you? And he's like, sure. And it's very obvious he's just trying to get off the phone. <laughs> and then uh, I said that, well, I got to say, you say I, you can't delete my account. It needs to just stay here like it is, but everything's dead and it's not going to do anything else. I can see my card is still listed there. And he's like, oh, you can just take your card off the website. And that was a lie because I had tried to do that. And you can only take your card off the website if you put a new card in. Sure. And so I said that, and then instantly he was like, fuck, this guy tried that already. I was, he was just trying to get <laughs> off the phone. And so I was like, I, that, doesn't, that doesn't work because I have to put a new card in. I, if I put another card in, what the hell does that get me? And then he goes, yes, that is true. You would have to put another card in. And I was like, so this is not going to bill me on the day, right? And he's like, no. And I was like, that's good. Because if it bills me on that day... It's going to be really bad. And like in the moment, I, was, I remember specifically phrasing it as it's going to be really bad. Because I didn't want it to sound like I was going to hurt him. But I wanted sure. to be really clear how mad I was. Like already. It built me on that day. <laughs> of course it did. <clears throat> okay, next subject. Uh, Matt, what sauce are you bringing to the table this week? You know, I was uh, I was racking my brains the last twelve hours or so, um, and also at this point, like we really need a spreadsheet of episodes and what sauces people have picked because oh boy, I went through like five. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure that's been taken. No, I'm pretty sure that's been. Taken. Actually, I think this one might have already been taken, or this might be like a subset of something that's already been taken. But you know, it's it's Memorial Day this weekend, barbecues are coming, and my favorite sauce slash condiment associated with barbecue, uh, you know, outdoor grilling type food, is a, is a classic stone ground mustard. Ooh, I like that. Now, did that, let's see, let's start with this. What makes something stone ground? How, how, how can you tell a mustard is stone ground? Well, it, says, it should say on the label, obviously, get that out of the way. And I think, like, in the fancier ones, they, like, literally take mustard seeds and grind them between stones. 
you know, like milling style. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually kind of like the cheaper ones because if you get too fancy, it's almost literally just looks like mustard seeds that they have put in some sort of oil. You see, that's what I was going to get sauce. to is when I hear stone ground, I think that there are at least chunks of seeds in it or possibly yes. whole seeds in it. Now, I will say I yes. like that, but I don't like can you make I presumably you could make a non stone ground mustard that has seeds in it. I would assume, like if I took French's yellow mustard and put seeds in it, it would have seeds in it, but it wouldn't be stone ground. So I I associate that term with it, but I wanted to make sure I wasn't, there wasn't some other aspect. So what we're really talking about is we like the good mustard that's at least got pieces of seeds in it for you to bite down on. Is that what we're saying here? Mm, It's got like, you know, an extra little tang in it, you know, a little extra little bite um beyond your kind of classic yellow mustard. And I think I think it goes the stone ground goes well on everything in a way that maybe your regular yellow mustard doesn't quite go as well on everything. Like if you have like a really good sausage, not that you would anymore because you're you know vegetarian now, but I, I, you don't want to like sully that almost with your kind of bog standard French's yellow. You want you know you want a little extra flavor in there. No, I, I, I think agree. It's perfect for it. I think I think the French is yellow has its place, but I completely agree it's much more limited than the role of a really good like or, or stone ground seems to basically imply it's going to be a brown mustard. Do you agree with that? Yeah, a brownish mustard. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not like the brown like spicy brown mustard, mm-hmm. but it feels like it's also it's much closer to that than a yellow mustard. Although again, I don't see what about the tool forces it into whatever category but uh, that's that's relevant um i have recently tried uh i think it's beyond not impossible but i could be wrong but one of them makes like a bratwurst type sausage thing now really and i had it the other day and it was pretty good and i definitely put uh what I think this conversation again I don't know it's I think it says stone ground on it but it's the little squat bottle and it's got like a really long German word on it but it's like a mm. common brand I had that and I put that on it and it was great um, I think that is not that not to be so obvious and reductive but if you put a good mustard on a good sausage and put it in a bun that's the most obvious combination of things like there's you can use mustard on so many things, but it's never going to ha- find a better use than that. And you can put whatever you want on your brat or Italian sausage or whatever and have that, but nothing's really going to be as good as mustard. Yeah. I mean, sometimes simplicity is the best. I think uh, stone ground mustard is a great choice. I don't think we've had it before, but I also, there's nothing that says we can't do repeats. There's Whoever comes on next wants to do stone ground mustard, we'll talk about it again. It might be better if we had a couple of weeks in between, but honestly, if you think if somebody's got a take on any sauce and they want to talk about it, or they do it by accident, I don't even, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying what original sauce, I'm not trying to, you know, make, whoever comes on episode 3000 has to kill themselves if they don't have an original <laughs> sauce. Nothing like that. Your sauce must be human blood, yours! <laughs> Um, well, yeah, it's time for our big major segment of the show. 
I have no idea how this is going to go. Um, now, this is from... I've had this on the list of potential topics for a while, but uh, I think I think his time has come. I'm just going to tell you the origin story here. It's, it was always... It is always very funny uh, when I would talk to Gina and she would tell me about her friend group and how they have, like, effectively a text chain, like any friend group would. But there are so many fun, subtle differences. Gina's a few years younger than me, as are her friends. I think she is, most of her friends are a year or two younger than her. And so, for one thing, what service do you think their text chain is on? Um, are they security conscious or not security conscious? Well, they're not as security conscious as us, that's for sure. But okay, they're not. are they still on? Are they still on WhatsApp? I feel like everybody I know of a certain age group is on WhatsApp still. Their chain is on Snapchat. Oh God, I just aged myself. Yeah, like a million years. And really, it's on Snapchat. They send lots of texts to each other in this group on Snapchat. But even more than texts. They frequently, like, most of the active participants every day send at least one and often multiple videos of just them talking about stuff. Like, literally just point the camera at your face and be like, yeah, I had this weird thing happen at work. And they just tell the story. And, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like... We like it. We we occasionally have videos in our chain. It's always great. But I feel like if I just... Every day I sent two videos instead of three, like, five text bursts. Everybody would be like, obviously stop doing that. No one wants to see it. It's, it's so strange that they're just constantly like, oh, yeah, here's some more videos. of, And, like, somebody will be like, here's another example. This is what I'm going to. They frequently, someone at, like, who get, when they get up in the morning, they'll be like, here's the question of the day. And they'll just Ooh. have a question, and then they all talk about it all day. But the question of the day is announced via a video, and then everybody just records responses. What what kind of questions are they? Well, our next topic is one of the questions. But okay. frequently, it'll just be like, if we've all watched this show, something like, what do you think of this thing that happened on the show last night? Okay. Or like, if a new album comes out, the question of the day is like, where what how good is this album so it's snapchat so all of these just disappear right after a while i think now i don't know i don't have a snapchat account um i think it's one of those things where maybe they can you can rewatch it again for like a day mm-hmm. or something like that so it's not like it's instantly gone cuz it's i think it's different rules than regular snapchat whatever but i'm not i'm okay. not sure about that and, again, yeah. and there's also many text messages intermingled through this. But and for the most part, they communicate via short recorded video messages. Interesting. Um, also, uh, of note, uh, I don't know, and again, just for like if other people want to compare their experiences, I will say this group is, I believe exclusively women and gay men. I don't know if that makes it more likely that this, like, like if this was, like, I guess that's part of what I'm wondering is if we were that, if we, if we were just all five years younger or whatever, 
then would we do this or is this the province of ladies and gays and so they went this way but I don't know why it seems intimidating to me honestly now that said do you want to start doing this <laughs> we could just try in fact I could sit on the podcast for a couple of days after we're done here and you and I could just start doing this and then act like it's fine and like I, if, like, I wouldn't do it alone but if we both did it be like hey man I'm gonna what's a big one they'll be like hey check this out and they'll just like point the camera at their pan of food that's cooking or like like if you just like oh I just hey check this out I made a lasagna guys and they'll just turn the thing and point it at the, instead of a picture it seems fun but it also seems hard <laughs> it seems like I don't want to do it. it it seems very intimidating for reasons I can't quite place do you think this makes more sense or less sense than having a podcast for your friends? <laughs> <laughs> Is this weirder or less weird than that? Um, this The podcast is probably weirder. It's probably definitely more unique. I don't know how many, Pat Polk aside, I don't know how many people have like pod, make podcasts specifically for a group of like 20 people. 20 um, is very charitable, but, uh, <laughs> no, you're right. I, 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 I honestly, if you'd asked me a couple years ago, I would have said that at some point there will be a micro podcasting trend. I think it makes sense to put on a show for your friends. No one else seems to think so. <laughs> no one else wants to do it. I think it's really fun. I think it's a good way to keep in touch with your friends and talk to them. And everybody else is like, well, I'll just send them a video of me. You know, playing checkers out on the porch and saying a story about a weird cat I just saw. And I guess that's better. I just made. Yeah. Anyway, we don't think we've come to any conclusions here. I I might start sending some videos. (laughs) I feel like in a previous podcast you had you had made a call for people like to share the things that they're making more, or like food and like meals and stuff. And then like I'd try to do it more because like oh that that sounds fun, and then nobody else does like nobody and then it just feels like i'm like oh look at the cool shit that i'm doing and then it just feels weird i do i was i was going to say that i remembered somebody sending some good stuff out saying like hey we said we were going to send more so that that was apparently you that was me and I, i think it was i think there was some response and people liked it but you're right that it hasn't it hasn't become a big thing uh i will say i have been cooking Less than ever lately, fed up yeah. with stuff. It's not ideal, but it's true. But maybe, it, maybe this will be the inspiration. Maybe if I cooked a good meal tomorrow and I made a little video, because to be clear, these are mu- these are like I remember we had that run of people doing taste tests and reviews of stuff. Charlie had his his incredible video series. These are like not as set up and planned out as that. It's literally just yeah. instead of sending, a, telling a story that would have taken four texts, they just point the camera right at their face and tell the story. And sometimes they're like laying down in bed and they look like shit. They don't even, they, you would think that would be a bigger concern, but I feel like we would be more worried about it than they are in some ways. It's like they're a superior. This I'm talking about this like Gina is like 17 and a Zoomer. <laughs> she's not. She's an adult. She's basically the same age as me, but not quite. 
Uh, but may- maybe her, maybe her group just aligns more with them. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Oh, go ahead. I, I think yeah, Dawn was also a little bit younger uh, than I am, and um, I don't think they do like video stuff, but they're definitely much more open in a way that I don't think we would be as comfortable with. And I don't know, again, like maybe that's uh, a lady thing. Maybe that's a younger thing. Maybe it's a combination of both. But yeah. So I don't know. Well, all that is to say, I'm now ready to start the next segment. I did not (laughs) intend for that. But as soon as we got going, I I remember that was interesting to talk about. Um, One of the, this has been a while now. But at some point in the past, which is where everything that has already happened occurred, uh, the topic, the question of the day was, and then Gina copied and pasted this and sent it to me. And so I have the exact wording of it. If you could make your five fingers into drink dispensers, what five drinks would you choose? I'm happy to answer any preliminary follow-up questions you have, but that's what okay. we're going to discuss. Any drink? Yes. So not just like things that would be limited to a soda, just your kind of classic soda gun. <laughs> what if the answer was the only drink you can choose is blood because you're just going to cut the tips of your fingers off? <laughs> like, there's your drink dispensers, moron. Have fun mm, on a sauce positive, stock. delicious. <laughs> Um, okay, so any yeah. li- any liquid that is a drink. Yeah, but it's got to be specific. You can't say one is like the soda fountain and it has, you know, seven different um, kinds of soda. It's got to sure. be this isn't like in each one. Wishing for more wishes. It's, right. Okay. But you do have like, it's it's free. <laughs> you're not going to be charged for it. And you have <laughs> it's not like you're going to run out. You just have it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Damn. I feel like... Okay, weird follow-up question. Are the five things that come out of your fingers the only thing you can drink? No, no. If, if In fact, you could, like, you could choose five random things and then never drink them. You could just choose not to use your finger soda dispense. Excuse me. Drink dispensers. Do not think I am limiting you to soda. <laughs> okay. Okay. Damn. Well, I feel like you'd want some variety, right? I feel like you'd want each finger to kind of be its own occasion, so to speak. I think that makes sense. Okay. Okay. So now it's now I'm thinking, like, what are the five things that I drink Man, and you want to see? You might go over the five things that I drink most often to like save money, or like five things that are like a treat that you almost never have, but then when you want it, you only want like a little bit of it. Is it worth it? Is it is worth, it worth it? Because like I could do like you know, my thumb is coffee, but coffee's not that expensive. I mean, I drink a lot of it, so it'd save me some money, but I can get coffee. You know, I can, mm-hmm. I can walk down to Starbucks at three blocks away. Damn. This is a shockingly good question. Yeah, I really enjoyed it the more I thought about it. Um, 
I'm happy to go first. I can start walking through some of my responses. Or maybe I'll give you a couple and then you can do a couple. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, Let's just talk about it. I feel like it's... I do feel like mine are something of a combination. Like they, they are a package together. So maybe at the very least you should you should try to think more about what you're going to do with this. Because I don't want to influence you positively or negatively away from your natural instincts. Because you're only going to get to do this once. There's no going back to the uh, finger drink dispenser genie and like, yeah, but I forgot about ginger ale. Give me some ginger ale. Take, take out my weird smoothie machine i don't yeah um <laughs> oh my god could you have a milkshake finger i guess that sounds could, like a drink right? to me yeah oh, damn and yours is like a, is it, yours is a holistic thing like if you did all the five fingers would it make some sort of delicious cocktail oh, it's certainly not i'm not going to make a suicide out of my finger <laughs> drink dispenser drinks um, I do not think that would be a good idea. Your five fingers just happen to line up perfectly with a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> my goal is to be a bartender. <laughs> and I'm going to achieve my dream by having by using all my magic wishes. Uh, and I can just go, and I've made it a Long Island iced tea. No, as I said, that would be very stupid. Because you could just say Long Island iced tea is one of your drink dispensers. That's true. No need. That's true. So you can finally achieve your dream of drinking many Long Island iced teas every day, as you've been desperately <laughs> trying to do for so long. Oh, man. I can't. That's one of those things where college robbed me of the ability to drink them anymore. I haven't. I've had, I bet, fewer than 10 Long Island iced teas in my life, and that number will remain the same. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All good. Definitely threw up in the balcony of what was that music venue that was right by Allen Hall? The um, Canopy Club. Canopy Club. Hell yeah. yes! I threw up in the balcony of the Canopy Club because I was sitting between two people who were taking, who had like a giant uh, Long Island iced tea, so and we were just passing it back and forth. So for every one drink they took, I was taking two. Yeah, and uh, it did not. Play. It did not work in work well for me at all do you know what do you, was you there for a show or were you just enjoying the bar i think it was it was like a tuesday or a wednesday night whenever they had like two dollar long island specials sure it's basically just going there for that because we were you know 18 and didn't know any better god i forgot bar agent or banner was 18 what a weird role that was Really that doesn't make any sense. Obviously, don't do that. You can come in, but don't drink, okay? Give me $5. I'll give you a <laughs> Okay. Okay. So do you have anything you're certain of? Is there anything that jumped right out to you that you're like, well, I, there's no way I'm making this list without this thing? I think I, I think I'm gonna go the route of things that I only want occasionally, but when I want them, I really, really want them. So that would include like pineapple juice. Ooh. I love it. I don't often want pineapple juice, but when I want pineapple juice, I will get like the giant can 
and just pour it over ice, like a pour giant glass of ice. Very sticky. Um, and then I'll, I will drink like nothing but that for three days, and then I just won't. I'll go without it for several days, or for several years, actually. Pineapple juice. I similarly. Now, perhaps this is maybe whenever you have that run, and maybe me right now. Maybe that's our body saying we have scurvy. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I am similar in that, like, I don't think I had purchased pineapple juice in two years. Like, it just isn't a thing I consume. And then the other day I was like, rum and pineapple sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got some fucking pineapple juice. And then, God damn it, the next time I went to the store, I was like, gotta agree up that pineapple juice it's all gone already <laughs> and then now this time i finished it and i haven't replaced it and i think i'm good for a while because first off that's a you can't drink juice juice is a scam it uh, it's just it's just sugar bomb you can't launch sugar into your face and expect anything good to happen um but pineapple juice is so extremely good when you want it and i like at least for my tongue rum and pineapple juice is just an absolute perfect combination love it so much so I think I think pineapple juice is a great choice. There. Uh, did you ever go to Jarlings? Yeah, of course. We're down it. there. Okay, so, and this is this is a very specific to me thing, and I understand if it sounds gross to everybody else. Um, they have like a blueberry milkshake that I think is one of the best tasting things in this world. And like nobody else really likes it, but I love it so much. And again, it's one of those things where I don't really have it because I don't go back to you by sure. that much. And even when I do, sometimes I just forget. Um, man, if I could if I could have a finger that dispensed the Jarling's blueberry milkshake, I would be a happy man. I think I, I have had milkshakes from Jarling's before and really like them. That was regular for me. Um, is that? Do you have other non-traditional milkshakes you enjoy, or is that your one? Really, like any berry milkshake, I would dig on. Like if if they made a blackberry milkshake, Ooh, I would probably great. love that. I love blackberry ice cream. There is a Talenti, an ice cream brand, used to make uh, blackberry ice cream every once in a while. I have not been able to find it for years, um, but I oh, I love it. Have you ever had a peanut butter milkshake? I have not had a peanut butter milkshake. Peanut butter milkshake is my favorite milkshake. Okay. Um, it is, I think it's easier to find than a blueberry milkshake, but it is not like a standard issue when you go to a place that has a milkshake. Feel mm-hmm. free to assume they will serve you a peanut butter milkshake. But uh, I love it completely, and my dad used to make them. I remember he had like a hand blender at home. It was a big nice. deal. Every, very, it was very rare, so it was always a very special event when Dad was like, I'm going to make some peanut butter milkshakes. And he gets out the immersion blender that is own, it's the single use peanut butter milkshake, or it's in the drawer, never going to see it again. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom hated them and would never partake. But me and my dad and sister were like, hell yeah, peanut butter milkshake night. This is great. <laughs> There's a place. There's like one of those local ice cream machine joints around here called the freeze. Um, 
which now I, I kind of think I might be walking to uh, later this evening. <laughs> um, and I'm curious. I know they have milkshakes, and I don't know if they have peanut butter milkshakes, but if they do, I'll, uh, I'll give that a whirl. If you, I hope you love it. You are So you've got pineapple juice and a Jarling, Jarling's blueberry milkshake on two of your fingers. This isn't really part of the question. Do you have any preference on which fingers? Uh, no, I I think I would need to get to the end before I would like assign drinks to them. Okay. Do you do you have any more you feel confident in that you definitely want here? Okay. My favorite summer drink is a scotch and soda. Ooh. So I think I would have a scotch and soda finger. Normally, I go for the cheap scotch for the scotch and soda, because if you're going to be pouring soda water into scotch, why waste a good scotch? But something about it on a hot summer day is just so refreshing, just because you're getting a little bit of water, you're getting a little bit of bubbles. I also like just like a twist of lime for some reason. I don't know why. Um, So, yeah. But now when you say cheap, are you talking like J and B or what are you talking about? Yeah, whatever well okay. scotch so, yeah, they have, right basically. Now, yeah. with this, like, obviously, in theory, if you actually were, if you met the finger drink dispenser genie, you could be like, well, give me a minute, and you could, like, try out some medium to high-end scotches and see, like, again, it doesn't matter to you what the cost is now. Maybe, That's true. Maybe you'd find, like, but also, I agree with you that, in some ways, I think lower end scotches may be more ideally suited to this, and you're going to get some weird flavors that aren't necessarily what you want uh, if you get some super fancy thing. I think the highest end one I've ever done with that was probably Johnny Walker Red, which is perfectly fine. Sure. Um, but yeah, normally it's just like whatever's cheapest. I think those are all the ones I feel confident of in the moment. If you want to give a few. I'll give a few. The first one I thought of, absolute first thing off the bat, was if I meet a finger drink dispenser genie, I strongly intend to profit handsomely. So one of my fingers will be some sort of extremely high-end scotch or bourbon that is mm-hmm. hard to get and worth a lot of money. Now, I know that there are issues with this. I know that I cannot use my finger. I can't, like, use my finger to fill a bottle and then put a label that isn't my <laughs> brand on it and then take it to the liquor store and say, do you want to buy, sell, buy this from me? And then you can sell it, and I'll be back again in a minute. I, that won't work. <laughs> So I may have to, for one, I could sell them on the black market, depending on how, like, there's, there's you can spend any amount on certain whiskeys. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'd have to, like, work with someone to verify it who's also willing to work on the black market. <laughs> uh, that may be hard. But also, I don't even have to do that. Assuming, like, the stuff comes out of my finger fast at all, I could just start a whiskey company and then start using my finger and put it in the bottle for a while and then just start <laughs> selling the whiskey under my mm-hmm. own name. And what are they going to fucking... So whoever it is is going to come and be like, oh, you stole our recipe. It's like, 
fucking show me anything I did. Show me the ingredients I stole. I don't know what your recipe is. I just produce good product. I think so. I would either way. I will if I have. Then I, I got to make sure it's not. I don't want to go like so high end where it's one of those scam things where it's like, oh, this sold for forty thousand dollars a bottle, but then actually it doesn't even taste any good. It's just hard to get. It's. It, I'm not going to go that high. It's going to be very high. Maybe it's some sort. Maybe it's like a very exclusive pappy or something. So mm-hmm. it, it's extremely enjoyable, and when you taste it, you can tell it's something special, even if it's not necessarily like, oh, well, this is this certain whiskey. So people will want to drink it, and then I'll just fill those fucking bottles up with my finger, and now I can sell this. At, I can quit my job and just focus on selling whiskey. That's one of them. So uh, number two, water. I don't like. What if I'm hanging out in the desert? I'll need to drink water. I don't want to have to worry about getting to water. Now I can just stick my finger in my mouth. It's like sucking your own dick before water. So it's good. I have that place. Um, and then, so I think I think with my initial picks here, I'm very, very reasonable. I'm basically the opposite of your list. My third pick <laughs> is... I want to be so. I, I just pick one. I want to make some money. Pick mm-hmm. two. I don't want to die of thirst. Pick sure. three is either going to be Soylent or Huel or some other oh, liquid-based food. So that uh. way, if I'm, if I'm getting hungry, I can just stick my middle finger in my mouth <laughs> and suck it off. And now I got all the nutrients I need. I'm good to go. So I feel uh. like at this point, I. Have money, food, and water. I don't think I'm going to be able to like shoot something out of my finger that puts a house around me. Sure. As far as I can go with like <laughs> ensuring I will not starve to death or die of thirst or uh, not <laughs> have enough money to live. You're going the Maslow's hierarchy yeah. of needs. But that's just, but but that's the end of that part. Uh, I can assure you that my remaining picks will be uh, pleasure scented. Ew, gross. I'm not buying, like, lube. Don't worry. It's not going to be lube for one of my picks. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, Who wants to get that? That's true. Um, but, yeah, so that's what I've knocked out with my three. Um, do you have any other thoughts, other things you might try to jump at here? Hmm. I, I, I do like the water idea, but I feel like pineapple juice... That's fine. Especially if I'm stuck in a desert. Sugar, in fact, you may be better water. off. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you should do Gatorade. Get those electrolytes. <laughs> Ooh, what if, what if I could just produce IV saline solution? Fill up my own saline bag. Yeah. Rehydrate myself. I guess you could drink that, right? Or I would assume. Tastes very good. Hmm. Okay, now we'll go with saving myself some money. Um, Americano finger. Oh, that's a great one. Love a good Americano. Probably what I buy most when I buy coffee. Yeah, Americano finger. When, I may have told this story on the podcast before, I don't drink very much coffee. And when I was in law school... I had a, a period where 
I was on like okay Cupid and I would go on dates with people uh, weird in retrospect and I wanted to be like a decent so like I'd be like I know what to do when you say you want to go on a date don't be like hey you want to go on a date at my house that's weird and don't be like you want to go on a date at a bar because then you're like trying to get them drunk that's weird they don't want to they want you to be respectful and nice and so then I'd always be like you want to meet this coffee shop and so I'd meet him with this coffee shop even though I don't drink coffee so uh, I didn't really know what to do there and then I also another fact about me is I uh, would be very punctual with these dates so I'd get there nice and early and then I, so I'd, I'd go and I'd be waiting for the person to come and then I would order a coffee drink and then I, but I didn't know what any of the drinks were and somehow I settled on uh, double Americano as my drink of choice and so like me a person who literally didn't consume caffeine would go to a high stress situation and then right before the person showed up I would start drinking a double Americano and shock of shocks I acted kind of weird on some of these dates it wasn't the way to go <laughs> your body didn't handle two shots of espresso and hot water very well oh, is that boy, I, I, was, I think I was just jittery and weird and they're like I'm not going to fucking date you you fucking cokehead I'm getting out of here I gotta go someplace else and so they all did um but yeah, so that's I always think of that with the Americano. It's very tasty, at least at least to my tongue. But uh, probably probably can't have that, Johnny. It's probably not the drink for you. You got to build up your coffee tolerance before you start pounding those down. You haven't done it. Well, Matt, you've got just one more slot in the uh, finger drink dispenser lottery here. Yeah. So, Ooh, no! I think I've got a few options that are rattling around in my head. Um, but they're all kind of like they're all related. In my brain, they're almost they're they're very similar to other things. Like you know, I love orange soda, but I already have like the super sweet thing. Um, I love iced tea, but I already have a source of caffeine. Um, I have a milkshake. Another <laughs> and milkshake booze. would be very fun. Yeah, <laughs> a milkshake and booze. So now I'm trying to think like what what is like an area of drink that I haven't really covered. You keep thinking, but I'll go ahead and give you another one of mine because you came very close. I mean, you basically said I have one. This is kind of I'm indecisive. I don't. It could go either way. But one of my others I have written down as Coke Zero slash iced tea. Uh, I would want some sort of no calorie, very middle of the road, good drink. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's like when I make my, I, I think I probably lean iced tea um, now that I'm thinking about it. Because I'm especially thinking like, oh, I just cooked myself this nice meal and then I just and I have like a good bite of my great lasagna then I just stick my finger in my mouth and I have <laughs> now theoretically I could stick my finger in the glass instead but we all know all the glasses are dirty that's not going to yeah. happen this, this, this finger is going in the mouth fast <laughs> it's just so much it's one of those things where it's just like extra energy putting it into a glass so eventually you're just like well why, why am I even bothering you? And it's extra electricity. It's way greener, greener to not have to clean all these glasses. I'm saving the fucking earth over here. 
That's true. Hmm. Maybe I'll go for like a beer. A beer that I really like. Hmm. Maybe like a, a troublesome or a, 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 little, a little crazy. Hmm. Yeah, probably a beer, I think. Okay. <clears throat> one of my... Now, we've, again, gone in really different directions here because one of my major concerns was that anything specific I chose, I would get tired of. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do like... One thing I like about my list is that the whiskey, I'll have some, but that's the cell, so that's okay. Sure. The water, I know I don't get tired of water because I've been drinking it my whole life. Absolutely. Iced tea, same thing. I'm, I'm not going to get tired of drinking iced tea. Fuel or soy, I'm already tired of drinking, but it's functional. <laughs> um, now... So I've given you four. My last one is very basic and very similar to where you ended up. I just uh, have listed a really good tequila. And I'm not going to try to sell this. I just want it. I'll have it. And then I also think that if, if I've got all these things, I can I can make do pretty well. And I like my list a lot. And I like your list. Uh, to recap, I'll read both our list. Matt, your list is pineapple juice, a blueberry milkshake from Jarling's, a scotch and soda, Americano, and a beer. Mine is an extremely high-end whiskey to sell for profit, water, iced tea, Huel or Soylent, and a very good tequila. Um, I talked to Gina about what, like I, I told her my list, and then she said that there were two things that Everybody in her group chose. Ooh, interesting. And neither of us said either of them. Huh. One of them... Now, I mentioned before this group consists, I believe, exclusively of women and gays. And one of the things, will not surprise you, everyone reserved a finger for Pinot Grigio. <laughs> oh man, I would I I'm not a wine person like at all. I would never consider making any of the five fingers any type of wine. I, I, I like to drink wine, but I honestly I don't really drink any white wine at all. Um yeah. and then even then I just I don't drink that much wine and I know for sure if I just got one red wine after like a month, I'd be sick of it and never want to taste it again. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, I might as well cut that fucking finger off now. What a waste that was. So I, I absolutely did not consider anyone. The other one, though, and again, perhaps an age gap, everyone in the group said some sort of weed syrup. What? <laughs> so somehow they, they're going to get a drinkable marijuana thing into one of their fingers because that was one of the top so I think they were trying to be as practical as me but they're like well do I need water or do I need weed syrup <laughs> does weed syrup actually exist now, I know like, there are drinkable weed drinks but I don't think I've ever had one 
you read I mean, about I've it seen... every now and then, like, oh, some new startup says they're going to make, they're going to compete with beer, and but you have to buy it at the dispensary or whatever. I've never had it. I don't know if I think weed syrup is probably not even one of those. I probably I bet it's stronger, and you probably have mm-hmm. to add it to something. I don't think I yeah. consumed any weed syrup, but everybody was like, I don't know why I'm going to have a finger drink dispenser if I can't have weed syrup. <laughs> but it's a great idea, and especially honestly. Why am I fucking around trying to sell black market high-end whiskey when I could just sell weed syrup to teens? Obviously, that's where the money is. Well, shit, man. You could just, like, make one of your fingers a fucking acid dispenser if that's the route you're going to go. Yeah. Or, well, hmm. I was going to say you could could get, like, liquid chloroform or some fucking poison. (laughs) But these aren't drinks. That's just because right. it's a like we weed syrup. I'll still call a drink, but like mm-hmm. it, it, these other th- like other things like poison isn't a drink. Poison's a don't drink. Um, but either I, I loved that I gave her all these answers, and she was like, "Well, you missed the two most obvious things. Obviously, you need <laughs> Pinot Grigio and weed syrup. Obviously, you need bad white wine and something that may or may not exist. Yeah, but." I don't know. I I think I think we have good lists. I, I, I like them. I think uh I think everyone everyone out there now hey, here's the game. If you send me a text message with what you want, I won't even read it. But if you make a video of yourself reading yes. your list of the five things, I'll make a reply video saying how good it is. Or bad. But I'll be nice. I'm not gonna berate you. Um so that that's this is how we that, 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 that Gina told me that to all her friends did that they were all like okay guys I came up with my list it's insane but that that's what they did and it, they seemed to have a good time so uh, let, let me know wonder, hit me up in the comments I wonder if they all came up with Pinot Grigio and weed syrup independently or I if just, like the first person went was like I feel, Pinot Grigio, yeah, see, obviously that, weed why, syrup, yeah. obviously. Be, be, I felt like because I knew I had my list written down and I wasn't going to change it. I wanted to mm-hmm. encourage you to do yours so we didn't like sure make us a group project where we each come yeah. up with. Because I mean, I'm sure if we sat down, we could have thought through this together and come up with five that we agreed on. But that's not what the game is. So I, I do wonder, but I also like. I, if I if I let you go back and change one of your fingers to Pinot Grigio, do you want to do it? No. no. Everyone in that group was like, "Well, obviously, I'm not. I don't. I would just cut my hand off if there's no PG on there." Um. Yeah. Well, hey, that was a way better segment than I thought it was going to be. Hell yeah. Yeah, I was a little worried at first. You're <laughs> like, I don't know about this one. I've had it in my back pocket for a while. Yeah. Every week I look at it, I'm like, no way could I fucking get through this shit. No, that's not true. I just, we were waiting for the right time, and today was the right time. But that does bring us to our final segment on the show. Matt, do you have anything you'd like to plug? You know, I came in with something I want to plug, and now this latest game makes me want to plug something else. So I'm actually going to plug two things. Ooh. Uh, so to kind of piggyback on the the last segment i've been listening to a lot of this podcast that was recommended to me called all fantasy everything where it's usually like three comedians 
the same three comedians and a guest usually doing fantasy drafts of like anything. So one of the ones I really loved was uh, bit parts in movies that you think you could crush. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the guys is like this guy, like larger black guy who played football in high school. And he's like, you know, in every like high school sports movie, football movie, there's, you know, the lineman that the coach turns to. He's like, I need you to make a hole, son. Can you do that? He's like, I got you, coach. I can nail that one. What is this? It's like one of those podcasts where you're like, oh, these are just like some fun dudes that would be fun to hang out with. And they are also very, very funny. That sounds very so, good. What's the name of that again? Uh, all Fantasy Everything. All Fantasy Everything. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the one I came in with uh, was over the last two and a half weeks, I have watched all six seasons of the Amazon show Bosch. Bosch! Nice! Uh, and I... I, I've run out now, and I thought it was really good, and like now I'm sad that there is no more. Well, I think a, a seventh season is coming out in June, but uh, so if you haven't watched it, I, uh, I highly recommend it. it was, I, I found myself staying up way too late wanting to see what happened next. I have not seen any of Bosch, but in my head, it is the most dad show of all time. Do you think that's accurate? <laughs> Yeah, probably. It was recommended to me by a friend by a who dad. is a dad. Yeah, there we go. Whose dad recommended it to him. Yeah. His dad used to be like a lieutenant uh, captain of detectives in one of the areas of Chicago. He's like, this is the most realistic show when it comes to like, some of the day-to-day uh, BS, of, bureaucratic they, BS of being they, a cop. They probably all had like a Zoom call and they were like, Matt doesn't have any kids but let me try to sell you on us putting our weight behind recommending this to him it's he's still he, he checks a lot of boxes i don't That's think true. it's literally the conception and the birth thing that makes someone a dad who will like botch there's more to yeah. it matt's gonna be in and it sounds like they were exactly right i love terrible jokes as much as the next <laughs> dad well, he's not a dad these are excellent and very actionable uh plugs if you're out there listening to this, you can access these things probably very easily. Excellent plugs. Matt, thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you for having me and for not uh, directly, uh, you know, yelling at me. <laughs> Fair. Best wishes in the interview. Interview.